right. We are zooming through this pandemic, and no, it do not mean we're going through it fast. It only means we're going through it together. And I have a very, very special guest on with me this evening, a good friend of mine. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> Such a hilarious comedian, y'all, out of San Jose, California. My good friend, comedian PX. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh my gosh, thank you, Miss Arkansas. It is so amazing. Yeah, I gotta share my lips up. <laughs> <laughs> it amazing. It's been how many years since we've seen each other in person? Oh my god, at least three, four. Yeah, at least three or four years. And wow. Now. Oh my god. Well, hopefully, uh, things will get back together and we can make some stuff happen. So how are you dealing with this pandemic shutdown? Um, I've been dealing with it. Uh, I've had a couple of melt meltdowns uh, since this has happened. I am an essential worker. So I've been working every day, sometimes six days a week, sometimes 12 hour days uh, when it first started. And then I started to lighten the load a little bit because I couldn't, I just couldn't handle it, especially having kids and trying to do the social distance learning and then trying to do your job, but out of your house, right? It took a big toll on my mind mentally where I was just like, I, I buckled and I started breaking plates because I was just like, why are the dishes dirty? <laughs> oh, wow. But, you know, I like saw, I went and saw professional help because, you know, I felt like I was losing my mind. And uh, the therapist was like, no, girl, you're okay. <laughs> You just you just need a outlet right now. So I I've been doing a little bit more shows. It took some time getting used to doing them virtually, but the way everything's going and with work, it's like I barely even have time to like squeeze stuff in, you know. Right. Uh, but I make it. I make it because I need it. My my health needs it. You know, my mind needs it. And everyone loves comedy, right? You're right. And some of can't go really get with the virtual. But I told them they better learn how, because this might be it for a while, if not forever, you know? Praying not forever. But. That's why it's an honor and honor to be on your show. So thank you so much for thinking of me. And it was so crazy when you hit me up. I was in Vegas. And you're, you're out there, too. Right. Well, it's like I'm not out here, because I ain't going nowhere to see nobody. <laughs> and this sweet tea, everybody know the pandemic haven't started me back to drinking. Girl, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, that's sweet tea. I'm all right up in here, you know. I have my moments where I wish that I could go here, there, and there, and then I just start thanking God that I have a place that I can call my own. Uh, yep. <laughs> I ain't went a day without eating. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, overall, just pretty much staying prayed up and covered up, you know? That's good. That's good. And when we went on our trip, I went there with family. And we practiced social distancing. We had a mask. My brother got tested when we got back. He tested negative. I recently got tested uh, when I got back as well. And I still haven't gotten my results. You know what, though, sis? My, uh, I got two sons incarcerated. And 
my baby boy, one in federal, one in state. The one in state contacted me almost a month ago, and he said, Mama, these police is coming in here sneezing and coughing and stuff. He said, one of my cellies, you know, a cellmate. He said, uh, got the virus, and he said, they just tested all of us, and our results will be back in a week. So even though I'm a praying mother, I still was like on pin and needles waiting to see what he say. And then he finally called me. He was like, mama, they talking about they lost our results. What? And then they retested him on July the 5th. Today is what, the 18th? He just got his results on yesterday. He called me and said, Mama, everything good. So did he have to retest again? Or no, they just, oh, he did have to retest again. Yes, they retested him again. So is it actually, do they have another kind of test? Or is it that, that I've been seeing on the news where they stick the Q-tip up by your eye? I feel violated. Like, I'm giving them authorization to, to violate my orifices. And they don't just do it in one nostril. They do it in two nostrils and in your throat. I mean, if it takes six feet, right, to, to prevent you from getting it, right, in my face, like, can I spit or, like, can I, like, lick something? Shouldn't that be enough to... Oh, wow, well, well, I don't think they'll never be testing me because I hate digging a <laughs> booger out my nose, so ain't nothing going up. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, so I go I, to feeling sick, I do the norm. Dope myself up with medication yeah. and lay in here and be up under the covers and sweat it out and all that other stuff. Then if it get worse than that, then I go do whatever I got to do. But other than that, mm-mm. Yeah, and then I got tested, tested just because I traveled and I'm essential working, so I have to go into work. But right, plus your kids, you know. And my kids, and they go right. from the house to the household. So I just want to know for the safety of my kids, obviously, for the safety of others, just to know if I'm asymptomatic, just let me know. But I mean, it's it's been 11 days, so they're going to follow up with you on Monday. By then, I'll probably be dead. <laughs> right. Well, praise God. We just going to trust that they haven't gave you nothing because you don't have nothing. Right. Right. Because I feel like if I was infected, there would have been like the next day. Um, You're infected. Stay inside. Right. And that's pretty much how it is with cancer or whatever. You know, you go take all these tests and then you eat word to death and, and wondering why I ain't got nothing in the mail. Ain't nobody called or I quit, I cut that out. I was like, if they ain't called me, they don't supposed to call right. me. Right. If they'll come find you, they know where you at. Right. And if it's this serious, like you say, they'll contact you that day. Yeah. So I'm just trusting with you, my sister. Ain't nothing wrong. Hey, no, I thank you so much. Thank yes. you so much. It means a lot. I'm sure I don't have any symptoms, so I'm good, but I just get paranoid, you know. Right. Tell mom. me something. That's how you yes. feeling right now. Tell me something. Tell me, <laughs> Tell me it's gonna take a year. Then I'd be like, it's gonna be a year before I get my results, okay? It's gonna take a year. Right. Wow. I said I might do Zoom, my interviews on Zoom a few more, and then I'm gonna go to uh, Scream Yard because. I got fed up with Zoom. I paid them uh, for one hour and for 100 guests. And the guests ain't no problem. But sometimes 
it don't do it all the time and I pray to God this ain't one of the times but uh, it'll cut my video off before my hour is up and I don't like that so they got their <laughs> money for like it just ends the show like uh, it'll give you a warning up there and say you have 10 minutes and it'll tell, it'll put a message on there saying upgrade to pro or whatever. I already have pro. Why is y'all sending oh. me this? You know? And uh, it'll say you got 10 minutes left. And you know, a regular clock give me like when it get to 1 right. minute, 59, 58. It don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it just shut off. And a couple of times it did me like that I had to reach out to my guests and ask them could I uh, re-interview them you know and then a few times it went on and uh, uploaded I had to convert it and all that stuff but it's just a headache so they talking about they closed for the weekend so I'm gonna call them first thing Monday morning that's just like I supposed to be able to uh, go live on Facebook while we're live here but apparently I can't. Oh, right. You yeah, know, I'm like paying I'm paying y'all for this stuff, so I've seen people do that. I know. I am paying. I supposed to be able to do it, but for some ungodly reason I can't. Oh. So I'ma call them on Monday if they can't figure it out, they can uh just uh cancel me out. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. At least reimburse you. Right. <laughs> Cause I haven't been able to since I've been doing this, and this the end of fifteen weeks. Wow, you've been solid. Yes, <laughs> this is the end of fifteen weeks. Wow. <laughs> and right now I got like Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of next week field. I think after I do next week, that's gonna be the last week. Right. You know, I'm gonna give them. A, I said I'm gonna give them 20 weeks, but I I changed my mind. They get 16. That's enough. And you're like, I'm gonna take my people with me too. Right, right. <laughs> so, PX, who or what inspired you to be a comedian? Oh man, you know what started? What kind of set the tone was? I was watching people do stand-up comedy, and I I would just watch like. Aerie Spears, right, Margaret Cho, Cat Williams, Joe Coy, and I, I just thought I would love to do that one day. Well, while I was going through my second marriage, I was a working mom, head of the household, my, I had a stay-at-home daddy, baby daddy, um, and I started to get so stressed out at work and so stressed out at home that I thought I was losing my mind. So I went and saw a therapist, and the therapist asked me, like, what have you always wanted to do? And I said, I've always wanted to do comedy. He's like, why don't you? And I'm like, because I'm scared. <laughs> hmm. so, you always getting the therapist your money. You start calling me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> At least you can keep half of it. <laughs> yeah, no. And then he said, you need an outlet. So when I started getting comfortable, I started recording myself on YouTube. I did a YouTube episode. You know, a couple times a week, a couple times a month, and I just got comfortable. And then I saw the SFCC Comedy College, and after that, I was hooked. Oh wow! So well, I'm glad you were hooked because you are amazing. 
and I had did my own show that Tuesday, and she was there that weekend. And you know how I changed clothes and wigs and stuff. I had left one of my outfits in the restroom. I was like, man, I got to go back and get it. Then I said, well, I'll wait till Friday. That way I can go get it and get me a picture with Monique. And that's all I wanted. And Monique had a 7 and a 9 o'clock show that Friday night. And I went over there at 7 o'clock because I figured if I can't get in, I can go to karaoke. (laughs) So I went over there. The general manager brought me my bag, but he was like, Miss Arkansas, I'm sorry, it's so loud, we can't let you in. And I said, I can respect that. And I was getting ready to leave, and this young lady stopped me. She said, excuse me, are you getting ready to buy a ticket? She said, my sister couldn't make it here. God bless you. And I walked back in there, and honey, the general manager looked at me like, didn't I tell you, you can't come in, we sold out? (laughs) That's how he looked at me, but he knew I had to have a ticket or something to be in there. So when the show's there. I know, but when it's somebody else's show, like Monique or somebody big, you can't just go standing around in there, you know? Which is crazy, because at the San Jose Improv, they used to do that. They used to let people that were local open micers or local, local comedians, and they would let them just stand on the outside. They wouldn't sit in, but they right. would be able to stand on the side. Well, honey, at the Ontario Improv ain't no standing room. It's it's, it's cut off They're like that. And down. then <laughs> by that being her green room, you can't go in there unless you with her, you know? So like I told him, I could respect that. But then I went in there and uh, I enjoyed the show. The show was over by me being a favorite at the Ontario Improv. I was able to kind of cut through the line and make my way up there to her instead of standing in that six flag line. (laughs) And all I did was walk up to her and say, hi, Monique. I'm comedian Miss Arkansas. She said, would you like to do some time on my next show? And her nine o'clock show, she let me do seven minutes. She said she had to come out her green room to see what them people were laughing at. Oh, that is such a blessing. And then uh, she came back like a year later, and I bought a ticket. I said, they ain't going to be able to tell me that this time. So I bought me a ticket. And she was glad to see me. I was glad to see her. And uh, I said, Monique, let's get a picture till the next time I see you. She said, "Uh, come back tomorrow and close out my show with me. Uh, And I did that, and when I got done... I, all I've been asking for was a picture. I ain't asked for no time. I just yeah. wanted a picture. I said, well, Monique, okay. I guess I'll see you again somewhere, but let's get us one more picture like that. She started laughing. She said, baby, come in the green room. She said, you are amazing. People need to know you. They need to see you. She said, I have a few tour dates coming up, and I'm going to take you on the road with me. And that lady kept her word. She took me to Chicago for sold-out shows. When she was here in Las Vegas at the SLS Hotel and Casino, I did 13 of her shows. And God used her to get me where I had to try to, where I tried to be almost 30 years on amateur night. God used her to get me to that Apollo last year in Harlem, New York. And that was... Ooh, and the two honey, I, I I be trying to Google it because everybody had their cameras and stuff. I, I should be able to find it somewhere. I videoed me too, but certain parts I didn't get. So I know somebody got it. But uh, them people went a uh, fool over Miss Arkansas. 
and I ain't have to rub no log. You hear me? Yeah. <laughs> but shout out to her, you know, and I pray all is well with her and her family during this time. So. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yes. So, PX, um, do you get nervous when you getting ready to get the mic, or would you call it something different, like butterflies, or, um, uh, you know, something different? I, I get not. I get. I feel sick to my stomach, but you know, I don't get it as much recently because I think I'm like so hungry to get on the stage. I've done one outdoor show, and I did. I wasn't nervous at all. But when I was doing the Zoom shows, like, my heart's, like, racing. Like, because I don't know if it's going to be the same as it is when you're actually outside. On right. The uh, but I, now I, have, I don't get as nervous as much, I think, because I'm hungry for it now. Right. I'm, like, even more hungry for it. But back then, yeah, I'd be like, oh, I feel like I'm going to throw up. I can't eat anything. I don't eat before shows. Uh, <laughs> but now I'm dead. But now in the Zoom shows, I get super nervous, especially when I have to, like, swipe through and see everybody who's on there. <laughs> <laughs> I got another comedian friend, Tamiko Kirkland, a good friend of mine. Uh, she be nervous and uh, boy, that leg get to shaking. I sometimes I hold it down so it can quit shaking. And then <laughs> we have all kind of food in the green room, and she be like, Miss Arkansas, I can't eat before I go up. I said, Well, honey, I can't go up before I eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll laugh, and she go up there and murder the mic, you know. But that's just something she's she been going through, and one day she'll get over it. But until then, that's just how she do it. But me personally, like I told him, I did time in prison years ago. So all that stuff I solved in prison and, and went through in prison, uh, this don't fear me. This don't. I don't get nervous about no microphone. If I, if, well, I was gonna say I admire that you came a long, long way. I didn't know that about you. Now I'm like, yes. If I need help. I know who to hit up. I mean, <laughs> no, we gonna pray about it. I ain't going back. <laughs> no, as far as, as far as no, I would never go back. I never did. But I'm like, I admire your strength to be able to tell that story. And you know what, uh, PK, because, uh, PK, who is PK? TK, that's who I'm getting ready to interview, <laughs> TK Kirkland. But PX, the reason I shared, because when God do what it is he getting ready to do for me, far as, uh, he already did everything. I'm talking about when he give me that big old check, you know, he give you that, all kind of devils come out trying to tell stuff about you or whatever. So I don't have a problem with sharing because, first of all, whatever I did, God delivered me. And uh, I feel, as long as I tell it, TMZ and all the rest of those TV stations won't really get to tell my story. They can yes. tell you of me, but they can't tell you my story. They you can know. tell you what they think, but you'd be like, I'm going to tell you the story straight up. Just come You on. know me. I run up there. Hold up. Give me that microphone. Yeah. Let me tell you. No, they lying, honey. Let me That's tell you. <laughs> but yes, plus I don't mind sharing because if it only helped one person to keep from going through what I went through, that means everything. And like I said, next week going to be my last week doing Zooming Through the Pandemic with Comedian Miss Arkansas. So... That way I can focus on my book. Good. Wow. And you're coming out with a book? It's going to be a number one seller. 
I'm going to buy one. Thank you. Yes. I don't really like to read those, so I hope you come up with an audio copy because I'm going to buy the audio copy so I can hear your voice. Okay. <laughs> well, once I reach out to the person I'm going to have to help me with this, maybe they know about that too, you know? So I but get I'll the book for the ones that like to read and the ones that want to just hurt. Hurt. <laughs> I had it too, but yes, uh, I've been saying it for many years about writing a book, and and it's just continued to lay on my heart. So I feel I need to do it. And one of my son's wait. best friend, wait. he wanted to do a documentary on me, and I was gonna go home and do it, but you know all this stuff going on. Uh uh-uh. uh. You yeah. go down there and talk to my sister and tell her to put a long wig on and play me, <laughs> but I ain't coming. <laughs> wow. Well, PX, I know you'd have seen a lot of stuff in these green rooms. For us, I, I always talk about this with my comedians because we are comedians and we see these things and it just uh, tickles me. But a lot of comedians have to do push-ups, sit-ups, jumping jacks, and run around the block and fight the wall and talk to the wall and have a certain fruit, vegetable, uh, drink. Uh, they, they have to do something before they go get that microphone. Anything in particular you have to do before you take the mic? Uh, like a warm-up, I go through my set in my head is what I do. I, I just take a minute, go through the time in my head, try to run through it. Um, I just like to be by myself majority of the times. But if there's people that I know at the show, right. I just like to talk to them before I before I go up there, just so I can feel like, oh, there's somebody here for me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you're doing it in your head, that's different. Don't nobody know what's going on in your head but you and God. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like you walking around through there marching like you in the service and talking to yourself, you know? <laughs> well, that's cool. Me personally, I uh, I mainly just, like, if I come to a show early, 9 out of 10, I got on a cute T-shirt, some gym, gym shoes, and some cute jeans or something, and I have my outfit in my bag that I'm going to put on right before time for me to go up. So mainly I'm back there trying to make sure my wig right and my clothes right or whatever. And then uh, before showtime, when all the comedians in the green room talking or whatever, I ask, you know, anybody want to join me in this prayer? And those that don't can gladly leave, you know. And a lot of time I have a few of them join in and quiet as a kilt. Uh, them be the ones with the best shows, the ones that the join in in the prayer. Them uh-huh. that didn't join went straight out there and boom. I say I bet they pray the next time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, even if don't nobody join, I still take a moment and uh, you know ask God to allow those people to receive me, allow me to receive those people. And come on, God, let's go out here on this stage and do what we came to do. And sometimes I get a few curse words in, but at the same time, he is there with me. So, hey, if he with you, he more than the whole world against you. Uh, and as long as I've known you, you've always been about business, girl. you got your business taken care of. So I'm Thank proud you, of you, sister. I'm proud of you. Man, this has been a long journey, a long fight. 
say, don't want no short mm, man. Don't want no short mm, man. Because everything I've been going through been a long time, so I need a long mm, man. <laughs> That's so funny. Wow. So have you ever had a heckler? And if you have, how did you deal with them or how did you deal with it? Uh, my first heckler was at an open Your mic, first? and it was funny, I was talking about, uh, um, it was a dirty joke, and mm -hmm. this guy yells, uh, I said, oh, something about, I forget what it was I even said, but he goes, yellow, to be offensive, because I'm Asian, Right. and then I just had a quick comeback. And I was just like, book, shut him down. He was like the only person in the audience. <laughs> I shut him down. And I was like, just listen to my thing. But I had a quick comeback. I actually have it on my uh, YouTube. I don't even, I'm surprised I still have it. It's from eight years ago. Wow. And I handled it. I just had a quick snap back and then went back to my set. And I feel like Ooh. that's how it should be as a comedian. I don't think that people should be attacked. Because a lot of times those people are just coming to laugh. Or sometimes it's an open mic and they're there to drink a beer and then they get annoyed because us comics are in there trying to tease them and make fun of them. But I wasn't trying to make fun of him, you know what I mean? But I took it in, let it out, and then boom. And as far as hecklers go, I don't usually get as many, right. uh, but they'll just shout out a word. You know like I mean? they're trying to help yeah. you with your set. <laughs> and I'll, I'll counter back. I'll do a quick counter back and then I'm just like, that's racist. <laughs> and then it usually cool. gets old. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I, I'm not, I enjoy every time I go up there, whether I bomb, whether I get heckled, whether it's a great set, it's an okay set, because I feel like it's a learning experience. Well, I won't say you bomb. Sometimes it's the audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes it might be you. Some that you was going through that day before you actually made it to the stage. Sometimes it's best to just say, uh, can I reschedule or something? Right. But we'll go up there with all that on our mind and, and chest. And some of us ain't got no chest, so that make it worse. But, you know, um, me, I get up there... I could be on just lost a loved one. I'm going to do what I came to do. Then once it's over, you might see me wandering off to myself. But I ain't going to let that affect me while I'm oh, on yeah. the stage. So, I But agree. that comes with many years of work and then practice and then work and then grinding. And, oh, Lord. I said, whoo. Many times I wanted to throw the towel in, but I heard the Lord say, hold on just a little while longer. And I'm like, and, and I can't quit smiling because, girl, even through this mess, we are still blessed. I see so much happening. And once them doors open, I ain't got to go out there looking for no work. I get to go out there and go to work. So I'm are waiting on working, that day. Girl? You're still working. I, uh, working well on this the Zoom. You're doing shows. You're still grinding on the comedy scene. So yeah, actually, a young lady just booked me for uh, Friday on Zoom. So once she give me that information, I'll post it and stuff. So I think she got about 10 comedians. I'm asking, can I be number three? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure I put my cash app on there because I ask my people for some money. They act like I asked them, let's rob the bank. So maybe her people bless me with a little something. 
Like, wow. I said, they acting like I said, let's go rob the bank. All I asked for was, I said, if it's 5,000 of y'all, y'all give me 50 cent a piece, that's $2,500. If it's all 5,000, y'all give me a dollar, that's $5,000. And I can pay a whole lot of bills and buy some more groceries and help some more people if they do that, <laughs> you know. But um, some of the places you have performed since you've been doing your comedy. Uh, well, we met at the Improv, San Jose Improv. So we've been doing San Jose Improv, not so much obviously right now. Um, right. But I'm in the Cobbs. Uh, I was at... Creek in the Cave in New York. I've done some shows in uh, Hawaii. Um, and I used to produce my own show, but pulled the plug on one of the venues. Uh, sometimes, you know, it's kind of sad when you when you build a relationship for a couple of years with a venue that you just love working at, and then it falls apart, you know? But it right. happens. I feel like it's a growing part of the relationship of producing shows. And that's one of the things that I miss the most. I miss producing. I really, really do. Yes. Um, shout out to my boy Isaac Israel uh, out here in Las Vegas. He had given me a night at the Eclipse Theater, and I did that. I wasn't pleased with the first one, but <laughs> I'm talking for the for for not the show itself. The show itself was amazing. I'm talking about when it came to the funds. But anyway, we talked about doing it again. So once this is all behind us and stuff. I look forward to having another comedy night at the Eclipse Theater here in Las Vegas. So, Oh, it'll happen. You just got to give it some time. If not there, I'll find me another place. Yes. <laughs> I feel time don't wait on no one, so why should I? Yeah. So i find a place to do some comedy. And it shouldn't be hard some of these places we have did comedy at. Right. I'm like, oh my God, did I really go there to perform? <laughs> 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 but you know, if they paying, we go get the mic. But yep, why? Wow. Stage time is good stage time. You're right. Uh, some of the comedians you have had the honor of performing with, whether big or small, you won't get to name them all. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do some name drops. I'm gonna do some name drops. So uh, when I dated, when I was dating my ex-husband before we got married, uh, he took me out to go see Ari Spears, and okay. I told him one day before I even started doing comedy, I was like, one day I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna go up there and I'm gonna perform up there. Well, fast forward to four years later, um, I ended up opening for Ari Spears. Wow! Hosting his show, and I I text messaged my. As now my ex-husband had left me already and I text messaged him and I said hey I just wanted to let you know that um, I'm opening for Harry Spears and he's like oh well I really don't care and I said I know you don't I just wanted to let you know that I said I was going to do this and guess who's doing it right whether you care or not it happened right that's a puppy behind you or a cat no that's my dog this is my road dog right here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had to put mine in the cage. He got to stay in there till I get done because he won't act right. <laughs> he wants your attention. Yeah, he come jump all up on me trying to get the microphone. I said, these people don't want to talk to you. <laughs> and then one time, you know, 
I'm glad that he he don't he won't use it inside. Thank God for that. He want to go outdoors, and when he gotta go, he gotta go. And I was sitting here doing an interview, and I had on my little rhinestone gym shoes. That joker at first he was going through here sniffing. I said, "Go sit down. I'm taking in a minute." Then he started bumping my leg with his nose. I said, "Go sit down. I'ma take you in a minute." Then that joker got to scratching my rhinestones off my oh, shoes. No. Like, get up now. <laughs> He's very smart. Is it boy or girl? A boy. What's his name? Uh, when I got him, his name was Leo. I guess that's the month he was born in or something. I don't know. But I changed his name to Pepper, like salt and pepper. <laughs> yeah, since he black and white, so I call him Pepper. Yeah, but I done had him like four months now, and he's spoiler than a gallon of milk that's been out the refrigerator for months. And I told the fellas if I could spoil a dog like that with, uh, like I guess what I could do with you with this powder milk that's been in these jugs for uh <laughs> for years. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Man, where are some of the places you would love to perform that you haven't had the opportunity to perform? The Apollo Theater would be nice. That's definitely a dream. Um, yes, I, I did perform last year at the SAP SAP um, Arena in San Jose. So that was one of the big venues that I performed at. That was one of my dreams. Um, I haven't been at the SF Punchline. So that's another one that I, those are the other two that I've been wanting to, uh, I would love to. I did the, uh, shout out to Jason again, because Jason had me almost all over the world. <laughs> so, uh, right, that's why I got American much love Thomas. for him. Yes. Back to me. Uh, had me at the, uh, punchline in Philadelphia. Oh. Yes. We been somewhere well. <laughs> He'll call Miss Arkansas. You, I'm going to such and such. I said, oh, well, put me on. I'm going too. Yeah. And that's one thing about, you know, having kids grown and gone. You could just, and ain't married. Uh, I, I, you, you hear me? Ain't nobody putting no ring on it so I can go when I want to go. Even if I had a ring on it, I'd still go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I asked him, do he want to go with me? But I ain't going to let him stop me from going when this is what I do. So if you listening, whoever you are, if you uh, hook up with me, <laughs> please, please just her. know we're going to be in this together. And that means we're going to travel together, not stay home together. I done been in this place long enough. Ain't no more staying in once I get out of here. I'm like, uh-uh. I refuse to stay in a, a house over <laughs> all this time again. Uh-uh. I don't care what virus they get after this one. I'm going outside. <laughs> wow. Uh, let's see. Hmm. I had a piece of paper I had wrote on. I don't guess Pepper ate that. I had wrote a couple more questions for you. Well, I ain't gonna worry about it. Uh, yeah, no, right or wrong. Anything you would like to share with us that uh, we haven't already shared? Um, well, you asked me if I had a cat, so I do have one of these, too. 
And I can't believe I ain't did it in a couple of weeks on uh, Facebook. They probably think something wrong with me. I was singing every night. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I might. Miss Arkansas, they were like, I need to download this video with her singing. <laughs> right. I might sing again tonight. I don't know. I say that then once I finish my interviews, I'll be like drained. Because I have you to. Have back to back. I know I got one more. <laughs> but I had said I was going to do like two a day, but then when I reach out to different people, say for instance, today was going to be two. But I, uh, this other person contacted me and I was like, can you do Monday next week, whatever, whatever, whatever. And the only day I'm available is this Saturday. Right on so in. Got <laughs> right. So I just changed my wig. Shit, they be like, ah, oh, that dress look familiar. Changed the wig. She had that on her last show. Now it's the same show, just a different yes. wig. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all don't be thinking I'm wearing these same clothes. It's more than one show. And say, for instance, if this one long and hot, I go in there and put on me a short one. You heard me? So yes, I had to get that girl. out too, cause people be watching and talking. You hear me? Yeah, she she wearing that same dress and the did three interviews and then no, I changed wigs. It's yeah. the same day. <laughs> wow. Well, this have truly been an honor. I'm not trying to get rid of you, but uh. You already told them how to follow you. Is it anything else you want to share with us before I let um, you yes. off here? Because you might be like, man, I was intending to tell them this. No, the only thing I want to say is that it was such an honor and pleasure to see you, Miss Arkansas. Same I miss you so much. I love female comedians breaking through, and I, I admire you. I look up to you, and I love seeing you out there. So wow. that's the only thing I want to say, and I miss you, and I can't wait to work with you again. <laughs> well, I love you too, my sister. And once I finish next week, week after that, I'm going to book a day for Zoom, uh, Zoom or well, it got to be Zoom, because I can hold up to 100 people on Zoom. On StreamYard, I think you can hold like four or five or something. So it'll have to be... Facebook Live? Huh? Have you tried, like, Facebook Live? Uh, well, Facebook Live, how many people you can hold on there? No, they have a new one. It's called Create a Room. And it's, it's a button. I don't know how many people, but I want to say it's a lot of people that you can add on. It's almost like Facebook Live. I, I tried, it. but I don't think there's no more than six people. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. When you try it, if I see you all, I'm going to jump in. <laughs> okay, but the show that I put together for, uh, not next week, the week after, that one will be on Zoom. And anybody that join in with us to enjoy the show, Please, by then, have your hair comb and your your haircut and your shave or or whatever it is you need. If you don't want no your hang done, throw a wig on. If you need a shave, go in there and try to trim yourself down or just brush it. It won't look that bad. But whatever you do, we need you to show your face on this video. Unmute yourself so we can hear the laughter. 
it's hard enough for us not being out there on the stage. But when you come on here and thank you for all the love and support, it's needed and very much appreciated. But at the same time, if you're going to come on here and your video ain't going to be on and your audio ain't on, you might well just stay on off of here and watch the news and Family Feud. That ain't participating. Right. <laughs> so, I keep rubbing my nose like I done had some coke or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, right around. It's itching. No, something wrong. I'm going to go blow it up. Well, it don't need to be blowed. <laughs> I think it's just itching. Some part of your body itch sometime, and I guess that's just this time. But that's praise true. God, ain't nobody got no virus, and you know, you just gotta stay out the way, man. And I say to him before we get off of here, what's irking me? People putting their mask on, wearing it like this, leaving their nose out. Or having it under here. <laughs> or either you got your mask on, but then your kids running behind you don't have a mask on. With no mask. Um, I would just, they sent me news to my uh, phone. And I wrote this down earlier today. It said 85 children under the age of two were was tested positive for the coronavirus That's in one crazy. state in one Texas county as US sets new record. The Nueces County Health Director said fifty two of them kids was under the age of one and these babies haven't had their first birthday yet. And that is sad news and it's showing you guys that you're listening to all this stuff they put in your messenger on Facebook or, or whoever you're getting your news from. You got to go to the source. Like they saying, only black people were getting it. Only old people were getting it. And this virus showing them that it don't matter who you are. If yep. you come in contact with it, it's going to get you. Yep. You know, so to hear about some babies got it, even though I heard about it way before this that happened in Texas, they just ain't reporting all that stuff. They want y'all to think just old people getting it. So you won't want to wear your mask so you can hang out. Matter of fact, uh, you have babies, so what you feel about them trying to send them back to school at this time? If they're practicing social distancing, like in the classroom, I would be all for it. But if we have to stick to virtual for now, then I'm about that too. I just need to know so I can plan and prepare. You know, it, am I going to have to light my house on fire? <laughs> right. So I can get a new house. Um, that's what I, I need. She to just joking, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm open. I'm open to it. I'm. I, I give teachers props. Because they hold it down with these classrooms, but it, it scares me right now because I, I I feel like they don't know they don't know what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Right. And the fact that kids under two are getting infected, there's a possibility a whole school can get infected. You right? But I've seen those videos in China. I don't know if that's how if it's working out there. I'm assuming since the kids are going to school, I like what they're doing out there. You know what I mean? They have them in lines. They all have gloves on until they're in the classroom. They're literally glassed up or like blocked off from student to student six feet so i feel oh, like that okay. might be working you know and if it, if it is it, good for them more power to them right 
Well, like you said, if they're going to do everything they're supposed to do and they can guarantee us that this going to work. Because even though all my children are grown and gone, I still have 11 grandbabies. And I don't want my grandbabies going back out there if it's not time for them to if go back out. If it's not time. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I completely agree. I completely agree. And you, you'll tell if it's kind of like, uh, maybe we'll let them in. Then I'd be like, no, my kid can stay home. <laughs> right. No, I don't want to. That's just on. like, uh, I had got my cable turned off. I said, I don't need no cable. I got, uh... Netflix, uh, what's the stick, the fire stick, and, and antenna, I got all kinds of stuff. So I scanned the channels, and a lot of channels came up, and just so happened what I loved watching when I had cable came on, that's the news and family feud. <laughs> so I hadn't been watching the news news, the Vegas news, rather. So I'm just mainly hearing about California and Atlanta and all these other states. And then the news was on here in Las Vegas. It's over 6,000 in some cases in one county out here. I think it's the county I'm in. I got to find out what county is this. But, uh, and over 600 people have died. You know, so those those are big numbers, but at the same time, it's not big numbers as some of the other states. I agree. You know, and they said a lot of those cases is because people came running out here when they called themselves reopening the casinos and stuff. So they came from other states and brought in cases. I agree. So I because we was doing good out here in Las Vegas. Yeah, I came into California. Right. But I'm just saying, you came, but you was being careful. Some of them people feel like yeah. if I could travel, I ain't got to do this, and I don't have to oh, do no. that. I still practice social distancing. I definitely do. And and I hope you stay safe and healthy, Miss Arkansas. I, I Girl, let me tell you something. <laughs> That's just like all-time arthritis, uh, diabetes, uh, uh, coronavirus, and anything else. If they want me, they got to come in here and get me. I'm not going out there looking for them. So I said that in other words. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I got so many bottles of hand sanitizer laid around here. I bought me a box of uh, gloves because I walk over yep. to the Family Dollar Store, but I put a glove on so, I you know, I have to touch the door and whatever I got to touch. Then I throw them away and wash my hand again, but... My washable mask, I wash those. Uh, the ones ain't washable, I throw them in the trash. You know what I'm saying? So my puppy, when he go out, I got puppy wipes. I I, I don't do it all the time. I'm going to get better. But <laughs> I wipe his little paws, you know what I'm saying? Because he's been yeah. on that ground. But I just figure that's all I'm going to do now. I'm not doing no more. Hey, and they talk. Right, and they talking about uh, they gonna give us a vaccine, and they gonna put a mark of the beast in us, and they gonna do this, and they gonna do that, and they gonna put this and that and that in us. Uh, I just wanna say to Donald Trump, ain't nothing going in me but a man private part. <laughs> Cause I've been in here almost four months by myself, and if anything going me, that's what's going in me. Not no vaccine or none of the rest of that mess. 
And, and I'm joking right now because that ain't going in me either because I, I don't trust none of them right now. You hear me? Mm-mm. If somebody want to kiss me right now, they got to have a mask on. <laughs> or or give you the results of their test. I don't even trust the test, child. <laughs> he going to have to still have a mask on and let me stick a Q-tip up his nose, <laughs> in his mouth, and his behind. I don't know why I want to put it in his behind, but it got to go all three of them places before we do what we're going to do. But uh, I love you, my sister. I love and you. And I contact you when I decide what date I want to do this show. And I see if you're available. And uh, we'll make it happen. Maybe I'll you do an all-female show. Yes, don't be a stranger. No, I got your number now. That's right. I'll check on you. Meanwhile, you just stay prayed up and covered up and learn to trust God when you can't trust yourself <laughs> and know that this too shall come to pass. 